0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about forgiveness and asking the question, why is it so hard? Fuller, you ready? Let's dive in. Let's go. Mark Hyde. Hola, señor.
1: How is it going,
0: dude? I'm doing good.
1: That's that's good. My
0: voice kind of was a little squeaky there, but I'm doing yeah. good. How was the honeymoon? Are we back from the honeymoon? Yes, you're back. Date of recording. It's not even March <laughs> yet. <laughs>
1: oh
0: my goodness. You're back though now. Well, if it that's true, holy crap! I'm married.
1: You're. I'm married
0: to the Schneider lady. To, to the Schneider lady. Dude, okay, this she's is no a, longer a Schneider Lady. Now she's a Hyde Lady. She's a Hyde. Well, okay, so on her Instagram date of recording, she, she actually did. she mentioned she's like, "Hey, um, so we're not the Schneider Ladies anymore. So I'm gonna need some suggestions about what this new name should be." The Real Talk Christian Podcast Ladies, <laughs> sponsored Sorry. by Real Talk Christian. That would be <laughs> hilarious. The Hides, sponsored by Real Talk Christian Podcast. Like that would be hilarious <laughs> to have Hyde Dash RTC. Like, you know how you can do the little dash in your right, last yeah, name? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think, Beth, you probably don't approve of that one, but probably, probably not. not. All right. But there so, are some funny ones. Like, everything from, like, I mean, classic, like, Hide of Tribe or, right. like, um, what is it? Um, Can't Hide with Nine hide, and, like, H-Y-D-E. Hide and Seek. Hide and Seek. <laughs> There's another one where it's Hide the Chocolate because my son, Um, apparently, I don't know even if you knew about this, Beth was cleaning out his bedroom. She found, like... A, a row of candy bar wrappers behind his bed. Nice. <laughs> so at breakfast the next morning, I'm like, "Dude, Elliot, so where's the candy? Well, well, where is this?" And he's like, "Oh, well, sometimes I can't sleep, Daddy. So when I can't sleep, I just turn on my light and I dig into my Valentine's Day candy." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, I'm a little jealous because I don't have Valentine's Day and candy in my 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 bedroom. But second, it's like, bro, that's that that's not how this works." <laughs>
1: That's that's is, this is this responsible parenting that you yeah, let ha- your eleven have? Well, no, he's,
0: he's not supposed to. He was in his cubby bag. <laughs> I forgot to take oh, his Valentine's Day candy know. out of his val out of you his cubby up. bag. You messed up. But this up. is what gets better, though. Okay, so he opens his cubby bag, takes it out, and then cinches it back. Nice. So I had no clue that it was even happening. That's a smart. Kid. So I'm, uh, that's the thing. It's like I can't be mad at him because you're, he's you're gonna be smart, in trouble, buddy. But dang, I'm screwed and. I, I just don't know, but th- th- so someone was like, hide the chocolate, and I'm like, that's, uh, that's clever. There are some <laughs> other ones, but you know, we don't have time to go through all of those, but either way, we're back, and supposedly I'm back from Disney, I don't know, I don't know, I haven't been keeping track of dated recordings versus when they actually launched, but it was nice and warm and sunny, and I got to wear shorts.
1: Or you didn't.
0: No, I'm going to wear shorts. He might,
1: he might have COVID now. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> Sorry, you I didn't go. think
0: about that. I'm going to quarantine these next four weeks, but either <laughs> oh, way, geez. welcome back family. We've had some tremendous conversations here in season two, some tremendous interviews, yeah. and we're trying to line up a bunch of other interviews.
1: We're working on it. We'll see what happens. But we have nailed down one interview. We have one that's going to be coming out in one, two, three, four weeks. Dang. Okay. I had to do the math because we're, we batch record hard. Right, so we do one. Do, we,
0: do we, one. we tell them what that episode's about? No. Oh, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Christianity and real and having conversations. So M-
1: Maybe we'll cue
0: them in uh,
1: next week. Now, oh, okay. I like that. I yeah, like that. That'll give them I a couple like weeks that. to kind of celebrate. Just over think it. about it a little bit. But we got we at least have one interview lined We have lined one, up. Uh, potential three or more. And I have uh, another one. you have a potential, so yep. a potential four more. And some really and, cool things. And I'm still hitting the channels and, you know, Shaking the trees, and
0: that's just it. So I know at the end of the day, I mean, you guys listen to us, and I'm sure you guys get tired of our opinions. You know, I get tired of I don't, I don't, I actually don't get tired of our opinions. I enjoy our opinions.
1: You get tired of my
0: opinion. No, I get tired of you, but not your opinions. Oh, just kidding. Totally. (laughs) There's kids that listen to this, bro. Sorry, sorry. I think we should change the the conversation topic from forgiveness to
1: inappropriate conversations. You haven't. Been married long enough to know that your wife's gonna get tired of you. (laughs) Of your opinions and you. (laughs) I don't know if I can make a comment about that. I don't know if I can make
0: a comment about that. But either way, dude, so for the last many weeks, we've been doing something to help people get to know the host a
1: little bit better. But you're 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 kind of changing it up up a little bit. So we've been using the what was it called? What was that app called? Uh, we, we say this every single week. Janiel's like, can you guys like, please just either memorize it or stop using it? <laughs> well, no, we don't make talk, make talk. Okay. Make so talk. we're going to do question in a box question. What, what's question in a box question in the box. I, I'm not sure. I've actually never heard of this. I've, I just found it and downloaded it. And this is the first time I've opened it. So we're going to find out together because I like, because well, su- we come prepared to RTC. I like surprises. So we have four categories to choose from. Okay. We just met. Oh, acquaintances. All right good friends all right all right all right and big picture so what category would you like to select tonight sir acquaintances
0: do acquaintance okay let's do
1: acquaintance because if you've been listening for a little bit you you know a little bit about me and fuller here you go okay when you hear the sound of ringing bells what do you associate the sound with When I hear the sound of
0: ringing bells... What do you associate the sound with? This one Greek Orthodox church in Grand Rapids. I'll spend the night at my buddy Devin's house, and they were going off, no rhyme or reason, starting at like 4.30 in the morning, and they didn't stop until like noon. And it wasn't on the hour. It wasn't every... It was like randomly and it was it literally like the bell tower was right by the window i was sleeping so i'm asleep and all of a sudden you hear Boom. it was awful <laughs> other than that i think of uh, pretty churches oh okay well overall normally pretty churches sometimes obnoxious churches but pretty churches well that's
1: what i think of that's so i'm married to the christmas queen so yes I was, you are i always think of like the sleigh bell songs like christmas music oh okay and if they jingle, got jingle, jingle. they jingle, jingle, sleigh bells ringing. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry. It's a little late for that. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I th- always picture. Also, like that? Yeah, kind of. Right there.
0: There's the there's the bell. There's the bell. So you think of Christmas when you hear bells. I think bells. of Christmas when I hear bells. Well, obviously, I'm the real Jesus follower here because I think of churches, and he thinks wow. of, you know, mist and, uh, mist and mystical huh. beasts.
1: Okay, we've, but, we've just downgraded to we just met now. All right, we're doing another one. Doing another, no, let's
0: do, what, what is a we just met question. I'm curious.
1: Right. I'm curious now. What would your dream vacation be like? Dream. We talked about this one, haven't we? All right, let's move on. What? No, we're gonna move on
0: <laughs> Apparently, they're inappropriate too. Uh, no,
1: they were not. They're just they're kind of boring. These are boring. Well, because we just met. What's your favorite cereal?
0: In the morning, mini wheats. At night, cinnamon
1: toast crunch fruity pebbles all day long really i love me some fruity pebbles like like the og fruity pebbles like yeah the old school not cocoa pebbles not not what the marshmallows but og fruity pebbles not cocoa pebbles not rice krispies fruity pebbles there you go with flintstones yes with barney and and what's his face uh fred Uh, yeah i I don't know the
0: flintstones i don't know their names
1: no clue but there you go. That's actually kind of fascinating. I would not have so guessed there we go. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles, yeah. One year, Janiel made me like an ice cream cake with fr- like Fruity Pebbles in it. It was like a Fruity Pebble ice cream cake. Oh, wonderful. I feel like
0: we need some of that on the podcast, Janiel. Great. We drink coffee, but I think we need some cake on the podcast too. Sponsored by Fruity Pebbles. That would be legit. <laughs> oh, but anywho, before we move on to the conversation, we got to talk about the coffee we're drinking. Mm. You did something special
1: for us tonight, bro. So the coffee is nothing really sp- I mean, it's... It's a Charbucks. It's a Charbucks caramel. A caramel, right? Yeah, the Caramel. It's mm-hmm. a caramel. But uh we, which I, I I love the Starbucks caramel. I actually really like that. Yeah, I kinda it's like the only Starbucks drink I really That's like. That's true. Now, so. That's true. But uh I, I I discovered a new brewing method to me. It's not new, but it's new to me. And it's called the Mocha Pot. M-O-K-A. It's pot. like the it's like the
0: the stovetop
1: espresso it's maker a, looking thing. It's a basically a siphon pressure. Brewer. So instead of
0: like the AeroPress, where you push
1: it down, this one's it like sucks it up. This one uses steam pressure to bring it up through like a funnel into the grounds, wets the bed, and then brings up the tube and disperses Hmm. it into a second chamber.
0: So we didn't use espresso grounds though. We We didn't use coffee grounds. No,
1: because you don't use espresso grounds would clog espresso. 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 Espresso.
0: Whatever. Espresso. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs)
1: Bougie. (laughs) Anyways. So they would be too fine, and they would clog up the the ground bed. So you oh. have to use a, it's a little bit finer than like a drip coffee, or you can use a drip coffee grind. So we just use the drip. I did not there. realize that. So yeah. See, there's all sign. I told you it's all science. Now, grind. okay, now that
0: make but so there's the Cuban. The uh, what's what's the Cuban espresso? The Cuban coffee. I have a buddy who uses that machine with the Cuban coffee all the Cuban time. Cuban coffee. Is it, I don't think it's Cubano, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's that yellow. It's the yellow container. Like it's normally like in a stainless steel container. You can get a like the big plastic pot from Costco. I don't know. I got some over there. It's really good. There you go. But so we're we're drinking Starbucks caramel lattes. Is that what we're doing? We're doing. We're, it's more of a cappuccino. The,
1: I mean the. It
0: can't really consider it a latte. Actually, when the foam's, it's Actually, it's, it's, it's on more on like top. a cafe au lait. It's kind of like a cafe au lait, half milk, half coffee, instead of espresso. Because it's not espresso, it's coffee. It's not coffee. espresso.
1: So it's it's more like a cafe. It's not it's not a latte because a latte is like a third coffee, but very very strong, potent. Right. espresso. So this would be a cafe au lait. Right, a weaker cafe au lait. Yeah. Either way, we're it's not like just a, drinking coffee tonight, It's people. like a cappuccino and coffee.
0: Dude, we got people out there who are like, I don't drink coffee. I, I don't care what you're talking about. And there's other Anyways, people so where it's like,
1: give me the coffee. Oh, you, you, what you talking about? But speaking here? of
0: coffee, we don't have a review to read no again this week, guys. Reviews. We have no reviews, no Facebook reviews, no Instagram messages or whatnot. But we, we've been doing our part trying to get you guys guests. Mm-hmm, but we up. got a dude by the name of Rodney. Is it? I don't know if it's Buse or Boos. I'm, I'm guessing it's Buse. Buse. So Rodney Bues, he actually is an Instagram, not Instagram, I'm sorry, YouTube watcher. Ooh. He watches RTC on YouTube, which wow. if you didn't know, we're over there as well, and you can see our wonderful faces. I, I dressed up tonight. Actually,
1: I just threw on I, a sweatshirt because I was wearing a t-shirt. I had a dress shirt on, and then I was too hot, so.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but, so Rodney, wow. he actually reached out to us, and he was talking to us about the Rwandan blend that we were drinking up a handful of episodes back, and he's yep. like, I, I like that one, but I prefer a very specific Ethiopian one from a micro roastery in Virginia Beach. So he reached out to us and the homeboy is shipping us out coffee for us to drink on the show. From Virginia Stinkin' Beach. You demand man, I am abuse. so excited. You demand man, Buse. You demand Like, we always joke, you could send us coffee. Oh. We haven't asked for coffee Wait. in a long time.
1: There ain't no joke. <laughs> this ain't a joke. There we don't no joke, joke, joke about coffee.
0: Because, you know, we, we drink coffee and have real conversation. That's what this is all supposed to be about. So, needless to say, Rodney, you are fueling RTC now. So, thank you. Thank you for fueling RTC. Thanks, Hot Rod. Oh my goodness! Either way, dude. So we got the coffee. We, we do. people know about Mark and Fuller a little bit more, and oh, you're about to crack open the aha.
1: Let's d- dive oh, into the let's aha. Let's dive
0: into the aha. So this is one of the topics that you came to the table with.
1: This this is it's um it's a topic we've brushed on but never really focused on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good time to focus on it because uh, it's a hard one. It's a hard thing to do. I mean, forgiveness is. Is rough. You know,
0: I. It's easy to preach forgiveness until you're the not not just like oh they they took my bubble gum, but until you're the offended party, right? Like it's it, I can preach forgiveness all day long until it's time for me to step up and forgive, right? And I feel like most people are that way, where it's like yeah, you just gotta forgive, you just gotta forgive. Then when we get offended or get hurt, or like well, I don't want to forgive that person now, like it's something where it seems like this is a big matter of the heart. Which mm. we've had a lot of matters of the heart conversations lately. Well, we have with to. pride <sighs> and um, yeah. even from like the focus series, we're talking about the internal struggles that we we have going on right there. Right. So it seems like we've been talking a lot about internal, mm. for lack of a better word, matters of the heart.
1: It's near and dear,
0: near and dear. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we're talking forgiveness. So we're tonight. talking. So I mean, Mark, what do you think forgiveness is like? Mm. What is forgiveness? You know, I actually have a different answer than what I originally would have given. Okay. So originally forgive is basically just, um, you know, it's all good what you did. You know, it hurt, but it's all good. You know, shake hands and just kind of not like move on separated, but kind of like you offended me. Yeah. Yeah. I forgive you, buddy. Okay, cool. Give me a hug. Let's just keep going. You know, rather than which we've, which we've had to have card conversations where it's not one of us is offended, but it's like, dude, I love you. I appreciate you. Like, thank you. Hmm. But that's not a true level of forgiveness when it comes to the matter of what happens when the, for lack of a better word, inexcusable, the um, unmentionable, the go behind your back type things that people deal with on the everyday life, right? Whether it's gossip, slander, backstabbing, um, cheat, steal, kill, whatever. Right. Like you know, you hear these conversations of when people are not just hurt, but Flat out, absolutely abused in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. That we just tell these people, oh, just just forgive them, just shake hands, say yep. it's all good, and let's keep moving on with your forgive life.
1: Forgive and forget.
0: Forgive, yeah. That's that's kind of how I used to think about it, right? But now, forgiveness, just based on my own life circumstance, uh, life circumstance and situation. Um, something my counselor has been, had honestly been, for lack of a better word, just broken record, beating the drum of what forgiveness is. Is it's waking up every single day and not expecting payment for what they did to you, mm. not expecting retribution. Mm. So basically, it's the fact of it's not okay. What you did was not okay, but I no longer require you to pay me back. because I'm giving it over at God's hands now. Gotcha. So, And I'm not saying it's easy to do. I'm just saying that's a working definition that I have.
1: So put that in a, in a sentence. Let's condense that. Let's condense that. Two minutes that you just okay, okay. put it down. Um, to I would sentence. say
0: uh, forgiveness is no longer seeking payment for something that's so. I, I don't know how to end it, but ba-
1: it's basically I was say no forgiveness longer, is no longer seeking payment, no longer re- requiring retribution. retribution for um, what was done to you. Okay, well, let's look at you know what's the what's the. Greek word translation. Let's dive into it a little. Okay, bit. So, okay so so you know, what, what so, the biblical authors mean by forgiveness? Yeah, so let's let us let us look at uh, you know we're gonna use we're gonna tell you what the Greek word is and then let's kind of look at the way that it's defined by um, translators nowadays. Okay, um, so the word forgiveness is a thesis, a thesis, a thesis, a thesis, A-phesis. like poop, a fee e sis is a thesis is okay, so. The definition that, that translators give it um, is dismissal, release, or pardon. Oh, okay. F- pardon's more of like a figurative. Yeah, which, like, like, which
0: is kind of what I said. It's basically the right. fact of if so, someone goes before
1: a judge and, like, I pardon you from your wrongdoing, right. it's no longer held on your yeah, account. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so um, usage is like a sending away, a letting go, a release, pardon, or a complete forgiveness. Um, so basically exactly what you were saying. It's it's no longer seeking retribution for the wrongdoing. So the misnomer is... And I hear it all the time. And actually for the longest time, I use the same um, the same type of expression of the the cliche, well, forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta forgive like Christ forgives. And and Psalms says that God forgives as far as the East is from the West. Right. <clears throat> yeah, he does. And he
0: removes our transgressions from us. But right. He's,
1: he's also perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he's also perfect. So he can do that. And we as sinful creatures, um, we would like to do that. I mean, I don't want to remember the things that I've been wronged. I'm sure you right. don't want to remember those things either. But I also don't think God minimal. forgets though either. But he, che- exactly. he chooses not to hold it against exactly. us. Exactly. So, so we got to look at it like this. We're not. We can't. We're not a computer. We can't just hit delete and a data dump. That'd be nice though. We have we a, nice to do we have a to memory. Dump. We have a memory, mm-hmm. right? God has a memory. We have a memory. And so maybe we've been looking at. The forgive and forget all wrong, right? So maybe maybe it's not forgive and forget. Maybe it's forgive and let go.
0: Mm, Forgiven Elsa.
1: All right. Yeah, forgive and Elsa. There you go. Now, do you think forgiveness
0: <laughs> can have the, the same token of not forgive and let go, but almost forgive and learn? Because I've heard that before, too, where it's like, so, if, like you know, it's kind of like fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame so on you. So there is a learning
1: you know? process in the letting go. And I'm not saying letting go like, all right, you wronged me. I'm sticking my hand out. You're no longer allowed. The stiff arm, yeah. I'm saying let it, letting go as um, not dwelling upon the pain, the anguish that you might have internalized from the wrong that was done to you. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness, right? I've also heard it said, the cliche, well, forgiveness is for the other person. You forgive them before they even have to oh, ask Oh,
0: yep, I've heard that one.
1: So that you, Which might be never, a valid question. That, does
0: someone have to ask forgiveness to so, you to forgive? Yeah,
1: so I mean, like... So. <laughs> The format tonight is really weird. This is just totally conversation. I've wrote down a couple of questions, to kind of lead us, but let's we're just going to go into a conversational piece. Sorry, coffee burp. Um, <laughs> well, that's gross. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, what does forgiveness type? What does true forgiveness type kind of look like? I mean, if if I have to say let go, right? So right. so so letting go or learning or it, it's kind of to me it kind of it kind of blends together because you do learn mm-hmm. like touching a stove <laughs> it hurts and i Which know fun fact though elliot to touched
0: his stove like he touched my stove when he was two and a half he brought that up today right and like he and, and so i said so what, you, what happened he goes i just don't go near stoves anymore
1: there you go I'm like that's that's true like he learned a lesson right it didn't have to be taught to him it didn't have to be counseled through it learned a lesson of hey I don't that hurts
0: I don't want I don't want to feel the pain I don't want to deal with that again
1: um but I mean what is it what does true forgiveness look like I mean how do you forgive well I I think it's not that you just forget that it ever happened I think you do learn hey this Mm -hmm. has happened and I think there's a hurt there but I think there's a dwelling process right so I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah, give me, give me an I'll, example. I'll give you another this, okay, example. Of, okay. I'll give you a scripture where it says, be angry and sin not. Mm,
0: okay. okay. That was that was words of Jesus, right. right? So,
1: So, Sermon on the Mount?
0: Was that from the Sermon on
1: the Mount? I'm not 100%. I know. Sure. You keep going. I'm going to look it up. So, in this aspect of be angry and sin not, how can we be angry and sin not? Like, oh, I, I lied. What, that's. What, um, What's that mean? That's Ephesians. Oh, is it? So it's Paul. Yeah. Uh, it's a Pauline. Be
0: angry and sin not. Don't
1: let the sun go down upon your wrath. Right. So, obviously, you know, you hear people all the time. Well, you can't you can't be mad. You can't be mad. Well, what is, where does that come from? What well, comes from hurt, right? And going back a few episodes, we know that most of the time when we're hurt, it's most of the time it's due to t- some type of pride that was hurt. Right. Um, so... But, but you know, that's, that's know, not, right. Cause you can be angry and not. Sin. So, so what so does that mean? To be what, what does that mean? Be angry and sin not. What does it mean? Um, to forgive and let go. I'm kind of tying these two together. A okay. Little. Cause so, so there's a, speaking dwell-
0: of the anger, there's, there's an initial res- There's an initial feeling and an initial emotion, but so, then we choose our response. So out we of see,
1: that. we see Christ in the temple, right? right. I, I know I'm kind of, I'm trying to lead us down a path. Right, 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 never. right. So we see Christ in the temple. Flipping some tables. He flipping some tables and chasing people out with whips. Mm-hmm. He's angry.
0: The Apostle Paul was angry at Peter when he was eating with the Gentiles, yeah. or no, no, eating with the Jews and with not associating with the Gentiles. Right, right after they had already, and he called so, and it says he called Cephas out by name
1: yes. and grilled them in front of everybody. Yes, It does so. Uh, so, so we're looking at this. We see we in, see instances of of anger, but we I want to use Christ specifically, okay, because he's a sinless was a sinless man 100% man 100% God he was sinless though mm-hmm. and so for him to be angry so much so he's chasing people out with whips I mean there was a physical action behind the anger right mm-hmm. we we look in the old testament and there's a lot of times where um the wrath of God the, the anger of the Lord you know we we see these um I like to they're they're probably they are true but they're almost like the poetics behind it it's just right like, I love it but um <laughs> yeah, I love it when you're angry God no, not really <laughs> but uh so we see that God being holy, Christ being God, being holy and sinless, mm-hmm. blameless, they're angry and there's an action behind it. So, so most people would be like, well, that's sin. If I'm angry and I hit you, well, that's a sin. Well, yes, probably because mm. of the heart intent behind it. But I think a lot of the time, like with forgiveness, when I say let go, you have to let go by not dwelling. It goes back to the dwelling. When you dwell upon if I'm angry and I'm sitting here stewing about it, I'm mm. stewing about it. That's when hate and bitterness grow in my heart. Right. When I'm hurt and I'm stewing about it, that's when that hurt turns into something else, bitterness and anger, and it turns into these other things because I'm dwelling on it. Forgiveness is taking that which I'm holding on to and giving it to God.
0: And like, you know, I'm going back go to that Ephesians verse with you know the, the being angry not sin. Every single translation basically says be angry, don't sin yet do not sin and not the new living translation though i think this is kind of interesting you know it's more of a the thought, thought behind thought. it yep. and it and it goes more mm-hmm. into readability it says um don't let uh, oh sorry don't sin by letting anger control you don't let the sun go down while you're still angry so so that's more the fact of in your anger, don't sin, but don't let it control you in terms of your thoughts, your actions, your mindset, your, your speech, even, I mean, all these different things.
1: So you can be angry. You just can't, like I look at that and be, can't let it go down your anger. That means there's a time that you have to stop being angry. Right. Right. So I think that's the same with forgiveness because if we, to forgive, right, you mm-hmm. have to accept that the hurt one, the hurt, that, is that the
0: hurt is real,
1: the hurt. Oh yeah. It, it, it's, it's there. And I think I think you can still be hurt. It's how you deal with the hurt. You can forgive and still be hurt, I think. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily that, okay, I, I can't hurt over this wrong or injustice that has been done to me, or else it's not forgiveness. Right. I think I can still mourn and weep, right? It's like when somebody dies, right? A Christian dies. So... um not to bring up a sore subject, but your dad—my dad—passed yeah, dad when I was a dead kid. Yeah. passed away, right? So saved. So we know he's in heaven, right? But it was still sad, right? Well, yeah. So is it, you know, what we see Christ say? Well, what, you know, why are you told the 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 one guy who goes, well, I need to go back and and bury so and so, and he's like, let the dead bury the dead, you know, that kind of thing. Basically saying just follow me. The people would take that as like, and I'm sure this is how the guy took it is like, what do you mean I can't go back and mourn? Well. But you see Jesus weeping over <laughs> Lazarus when he was dead. Right. So I think there's, I think people take it too far.
0: Right. And now, I, you have to understand what that pastor is talking about because most people believe that his dad wasn't even dead yet. It's more of, I'm going to wait till my father dies so I can bury him. Then basically, I need to make a, sure things are taken care of. There's, and then a, we go.
1: there's, a, there's a debate there. Yes. Right. right. But the, 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 that's not the point. Again, we're, but, keep, but, but, but we're, basically, deba- we're debating something. It's a not debate. even part of the topic. It's a debate that, well, I'm not even talking about you, but that's a debate. That isn't, it's, they're missing the point, right? It's a, it's a total there. Typically when Christ said something, it had a main point point. Mm-hmm. and reading into it and argue, well, was his dad dead or was he waiting or, you know, no, it wasn't, it had nothing to do that. It had, Hey, are you going to give up everything and follow me? Mm-hmm. That was the point. Right. And he was saying, well, I can
0: Got to make sure my crap's in order. And then <laughs> yeah, I got to take go. care
1: of some stuff first and then I'll, I'll come around to you later. And he's like, no, you come with me now or you're not going to be coming with me (laughs) so that's the kind of the the main point anyway sorry about that
0: but so 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 going back to with forgiveness though mm -hmm. you know and this might be something that people think about as christians if someone wrongs us how should we respond like and i think what you're trying to say is it is fair and it is okay for us to actually feel our emotions and feel the feelings. to feel hurt
1: yeah to feel the hurt it's it's not a betrayal the whatever you want to say it's what you do with the feelings afterwards okay that's where the sin unforgiveness can come in right so if i hit you right sorry i don't mean to actually hit you if i hit you your body's natural reaction of ow like it hurts like that's an emotion right it hurts we're going to use that as an emotion it's a it's a parable right but if i hit you the nerves in your arm are going to say ow that hurts so we're going to take that to the Extreme, if I say something, a word, and it hits you in the heart, all right? That hurts. hurts. All right? The initial is, ow, that hurts. Now, what do you do? Do you go and stew about how much that hurts for a day, a week, a month, some people, a year, year? and never let it go? Or do you say, man, that hurts, but, man, I I just, I got to love them. You know, okay, I'm just going to, hey, I'm just letting you know that that hurt. I'm going to ask that you please don't do it again that hurt me, that hurt, and then let it go. So it's okay to say something about it. It's okay to feel that hurt. And I don't think there's a prescribed time as long as you're not. Well, I mean, the Bible does say don't let the sun go down on, on your, your anger. On your anger, It's that's where I can feel hurt. Right. It's where, where do I take that hurt? Do I take it to anger? Do I take it to bitterness? Right. And so, so
0: let's, let's stop on this subject for a second. Cause you know, this is where a lot of the church hurt comes in. Mm -hmm. A lot of the church hurt is not a physical hurt. It's It's an emotional hurt. It's an emotional hurt or it's a, um, for lack of a better word, a soul hurt. I mean, if, if that makes sense, the feelings, like you hit the feels like, you know, someone, someone did something and another person either was offended by how it was taken or, they felt unappreciative, like, you know, like I hear people all the time where it's like, oh, they just don't, they just never appreciate me or that person's talking behind my back or, um, you know, trying to do something and they just give me a weird look. They just look at me weird, which right. side note, if someone's looking at you weird, it could just be their face. <laughs> but whatever. But, you know, but a lot of times when these different things happen, so many times the person who quote unquote is the offender doesn't even know they offended you. Like, like like yours truly has a loud mouth. So I've told my teens when I was a youth pastor over and over again, say, hey, if I say something that offended you, I probably won't know it offended you. If I offend you, please come tell me that I offended you, and I will for no, sure
1: apologize. I, and I agree with you, you know? but I think there's a point where we are also responsible for what we say. So oh, we I should, agree. We should thoughtfully and intentionally every word that comes from our mouth should should be... Gentle, oh, right. loving, caring, not slanderous. keeping, And in-
0: we need to make sure that, yeah, we are handling that. Like, you know, I need to focus on my own sin before I start accusing other people now, of their sins. I get that.
1: Yeah. And so, and I get what you're saying. Because, yeah. like me, I'm, a, I, I would consider myself a little socially awkward at times. I say things and I think I'm saying them in the most gentle and loving way. And Janine will go, I can't believe you said that that way. How could you? That was so insensitive. And I'm like, what do you You're mean? Like what did I say? I'm like I I was super sensitive. I was super caring and gentle and they're like she's like no, you weren't. You weren't caring or sensitive or gentle at all. And I'm like I thought I was being and it's just sometimes we don't see our own faults. Mm-hmm. Like that's something God's working on me with. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to be more sensitive and trying to trying to be more come across more loving. My love is always there. It's not that I'm not loving. It's just the way it comes. How, across. how is it portrayed? Right. right. Exactly.
0: And that's what I mean. So I'm thinking, you know, someone's listening out there because one of our most popular episodes was when the church hurts you. That's been one of our most popular episodes. I'll right. put that in the show notes. Um, I need to make sure I jot that down at some point. Um, But anywho, so, so we talked about that and so many times, a lot of times the church hurt comes because of people who get offended who'd never go to the person who offended them. Right. And I'm not saying that's easy. That's extremely hard. Cuz right. if someone came and said something that hurt me to walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, you know what? You know, that hurt." And 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 you don't cuz you don't want to be you don't want to be considered a crybaby. You don't so, want to be considered insensitive or weak-skinned or whatever.
1: So how do we handle these things inside of church well, world, you th- know? Th- there's two parts, right? And if if both parties are doing the best that they can, um the offenses should lesson right right because you have one where we're taught t- told to speak in gentleness and love being long-suffering um doing the best we can to teach and be long-suffering um as teachers right or as anybody excuse me and then uh and then on the other flip side we're we're also told not to be easily offended right right that's so, true so there's mm-hmm. two sides of the coin so and i think it's that way because if i'm constantly trying to be as gentle and loving and as caring as as possible and sensitive, Um, but it doesn't matter how sensitive I am, you're offended at everything. Right. That's that's a different problem. Which There are plenty of people out there who are that way. Now, if my heart and my intentionality is always to be angry or like, I don't care what you say, and I don't care how you feel, Mark, I'm going to say the truth. I'm speaking truth, and you just got to deal with it. Right. Now now I'm in the wrong. So there's, I mean, there's definitely two, if both parties are doing the be- what we're supposed to be doing if we're not being easily offended and if we're speaking in gentleness and love trying to be as sensitive as we can right speaking to the audience right then then the offenses are are not there mm-hmm. the hurts aren't as there because as we grow together in our tribe um, we get to know each other's hearts a little bit like hey I know Mark is a sensitive spirit and Mark goes hey I know Fuller is a can come across a little insensitive, but his heart is true and he just loves or vice versa. And honestly, we've had those situations. We have, we
0: where have other people thought it was like you were accusing me. And I'm like, right.
1: no, I know Fuller's heart. Right, exactly. And so, and ever since then I've been trying to work hard. That's what started this <laughs> whole thing. That was like two years ago. Yeah, It was, but, uh, it, it's one of those things where we have to continue to work and strive and realize that we fall short. And, um, it's a little bit of both. And so this is where the forgiveness comes in, right? If we love each other, we forgive. And, um, I might, I'm going to just I'm going to fly through some Yeah, of these I was Yeah, I was actually just thinking that, too, of, of the, the one in Ephesians. So I, I wrote down several scriptures, and I'm just going to read them one by one, and then we can kind of dive back in and go yeah. back and reference them. So Ephesians 4, 31 and 32 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And then we're going to jump into Matthew right after Jesus taught the disciples... How to pray what people termed the Lord's Prayer, but it wasn't really the Lord's prayer because he was teaching the disciples how to pray. Right. He wasn't right, praying right. it himself. So but, but it's the it's the end of it. Right. Okay. So so this is uh Matthew 6, 14 and 15. It says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will the Father forgive your trespasses. So again, we're talking about, hey, we gotta. We got to show some mercy and love and caring here, and we got to forgive each other when we mess up.
0: Because at the end of the day, God forgives us. So therefore, if we're supposed to be followers of Jesus, little
1: Jesus is the biggest offenders are humans, right? Against an almighty and holy God, who um, never does anything wrong. Okay, did did C.S. Lewis make a quote? I feel like C.S. Lewis made a quote. Is it the quote? Oh wait, is it the show notes? (laughs) (laughs) to be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Yes. 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 It would have been helpful if I read the show notes.
0: Apparently I got you, bro. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. But I'm like, there, there is a one where it's like, yeah, the most inexcusable person is forgiven.
1: So therefore we need to forgive even the inexcusable in others. Yeah. So, so let's let's jump into the next... Yeah, I'm, like going, said, keep I'm going to rapid fire the, the rest of these. So uh, Matthew eighteen twenty one through 22. Then Peter came up to him and said, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me? And I forgive him as many as seven times. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 to- uh, 70, 77 times, I'm sorry. And yes. at that note, Peter goes, oh man dang it. Yeah, so basically saying an infinite amount of times. Right. So yep. Mark 11:25, and whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Wait. Huh? I think I might have misput that in there. Pull up Mark 11:25 uh, real fast. I'm going to move on and we'll come back to it. I got you. Uh Colossians 1 through 13 uh, through 14. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we're talking about Christ has forgiven us our sins, and that's why we're in his kingdom. Colossians 3, 12 and 13, put on then, As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. And then the last one, 1 John 4, 19 through 21. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he ha, uh he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have for, for uh, this commandment we have from him whoever loves God must love his brother. So And I got that Mark 11, right, path go I'm gonna read verses
0: twenty two through twenty six go for, it. Go for that it. kind of Yeah ties it all in. Yep. Um oh through twenty five I'm sorry. Have faith in God, Jesus answered Truly I tell you if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Yeah. So basically, this is what's interesting. If you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. So Jesus is almost saying, if you have something that you're harboring... You need to forgive, or God won't forgive you, right, which I've never uh, this is something I've always struggled with, where is the fact of you know our forgiveness is found in God,
1: so how does that passage work so you know it almost shows fruits it's almost showing fruits whether you're the actually in the root uh, yeah, whether you're actually saved or not right mm-hmm because if you can't love if you can't forgive, right which is the two greatest commandments right are. Love God and love others. There you go. Well, love your neighbor as yourself. So if we can't forgive, we're not loving God and we're not loving our brothers. There you go. And sisters. <laughs> so it
0: all kind of correlates. It. And, you know, but, and so let's, let's think about it this way, right? So we have, sometimes I think we expect as Christians instant things to happen, right? right. Like. Oh, I instant like like I was instantly offended. I need to instantly forgive. Right. Or I instant like I for, like I hurt you. Can you just forgive me already? Like can we just move on from this? Right. So I think this is where that conversation now I think we should take that turn where a why is it so hard to forgive? Mm. B um is forgiveness a one time thing or is it a renewal thing? How come after I forgive someone I still struggle with hating them? You know, these these real world things that happen a lot of times when best friends explode. Yeah, And you have a really hard time
1: forgiving someone for what they did. Right. Well, I, I like what Corey Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Is that Duck Dynasty? <laughs> Willie Robertson's wife said, she <laughs> says, uh, forgiving other people who have wronged us or hurt us or embarrassed us is not easy. It's, and it's not. It's not, no. In fact, sometimes it seems impossible. But that is what God did for us and what he asked us to do for others. So right. we want to bring it into the, to the practical realm, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No. And it seems impossible at times.
0: And I'll say this, you know, at, uh, I, I mean, this is more my side of the equation. You can give me your thoughts too, Fuller, is, you know, this is something where I personally don't feel like Christians have always handled it well because people are always like, just have more faith. Just pray hard. You just need to do better. You just need to let go. And it's like, I'm trying. I can't let go. You know, I'm going to tell it to the Christian out there because this is one thing I work with, with my counselor every other week is, how do we ha- how do we work on forgiveness? What does it look like? How does it work? And so, if you're sitting there at home and you're like, I am literally getting eaten alive by this anger or um, depression because of someone did, or the embarrassment or whatnot, I personally think reach out to a biblical counselor. You know, not just a licensed therapist, but this is this is where it's different. You know, like my counselor, he's not a therapist; he's a biblical counselor. So he right. looks at everything and goes, okay what does God have to say about this? How can we work through this in the light of the gospel? Um, But I also know other people too, where they have their, their licensed psychologists and therapists, but they're also believers as well. And those are beautiful things to have because, but you know, therapist works a lot of like trauma and dealing with that. Whereas my perspective counselors are more of accountability worldview, how to keep your eyes focused on Jesus and do the right thing as a, as a follower of Jesus. So I'm more saying if someone's out there listening and you're struggling with forgiveness hard, Seeking help is not a bad thing, you know. We're not lone wolf Christians here.
1: It's it's a it's a good thing to always seek help, and and it doesn't have to look like a paid professional. Paid counsel. professional, it right? It could be a pastor. It could be a friend. Reach out. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you have to do, right, right, is you have to come to acceptance that, mm, that okay. there's something going on. Okay. That we've gone past the hurt, and we're into the bitterness stage, right? Right. If we're forgiving, if we're if we're if we're being able to forgive, we accept the hurt, um, and forgive, and not forget, but let go. We're okay. But if we get to that point where, hey, if we're having to reach out, it's because we haven't got to that forgiveness stage. So now it's time for acceptance of, hey, like I can't forgive. Right. So I've in been state, wronged, and I am in this state. I cannot. I can't. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step. Because if you don't admit that, I can go see every counselor I want and be like, yeah, sure, and lip service it up. And, mm-hmm. yep, I forgive. I don't, I don't feel nothing. But until you acknowledge, one, the hurt that's been done, and two, the the lack of being able to forgive, you're not going anywhere. It's just going to be lip service. And those are two of the hardest things you're going to ever do. And then once you get to that stage, now you can seek out scriptures Now you can seek out friends' advice um, and start working through these problems. But just realize um, that we have wronged the most perfect person in the world, and that's Christ. And so much so that he had to come to this earth and die to forgive us of our sins. And so to just accept or what people call holding a grudge, mm, mm-hmm. just to accept that, if you are a Christian, that is inexcusable. You cannot hold a grudge. You have to come to terms with it somehow, whatever way that is. And sometimes it starts off with, "Hey, I need to be honest with God. We've talked about this in mm-hmm. the past. And I just need to be honest, with God. God, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I, but I don't want to, and I can't. So I think it's hard. Show me how to change this and help me." change mm-hmm. because i can't do it and it's that surrendering so now we get back to the surrendering phase of right. we got to surrender to god and that's what starts the letting go process mm. so yeah. so
0: so acknowledge and accept you've been hurt seek out counsel from scripture and also wise counsel mm-hmm. i think it's just say what's it's a wise counsel yeah. And then last, understand the weight of our own sin, mm, yeah, and what God forgave us for. Right. Like that's kind of the the mindset that we need to have with forgiveness.
1: Yeah, to to say that there's a secret formula that hey, we do here's the three steps of forgiving yes, someone right you do, now. Do give you, us three payments of ninety nine hey, ninety nine and we'll give it to you, or not. No, <laughs> no. Nope. But there, yeah, there's no like secret formula. Everybody's situation is different. Okay. So now let's turn to the side of the person who is counseling, right? Okay. So say, Mark, you're coming to me. All right, first thing you need to do you need to realize you don't say you don't say anything, but you need to realize that the feelings that person are feel is feeling are valid feelings to mm-hmm. them. whether they're true or not, right? whether but they're it's a, valid, whether it's a lie from Satan or it's completely true, it's true to them, it's valid. it's a valid statement. and so you just need to be there for them. We look at the book of Job, right? And though his friends had a lot of faults, right? The whole, most of the book of Job is his friends going, hey, I'm going to say this. And then Job, you know, going back and saying this. And then another friend says this. And then Job goes back and says this and rebukes him. And it's just this back and forth thing. But the one thing that they did do, right, in the very beginning, they came and sat with Job in silence. They for just like, chilled. For like a week. You know how hard that is to do? <laughs> for like, a week. They I didn't, can't be silent for five minutes. Well, they didn't eat. They didn't do anything. They sat with Job for a week and did nothing. In silence. And honestly, when I was going through my crap, that was the biggest thing I needed. that's And that's what it is. Sometimes it's the start of it is being there, letting them work through, right? The second thing that you can do, right? So first thing is realizing that it's valid. And that's, that's something that you just need to realize. Whether you agree with it, whether you see it as truth, it doesn't matter. It's a valid feeling for them. The second thing you need to do is explain and express that you're there for them. Right. Oh, I would say that's a third thing. Cause the first one was,
0: was cause you know, the first one you said their feelings are valid. Second one was just sit there with them.
1: Oh, well, I mean, to me, it's all, I'm taking those, notes. Those, people. Those, I'm two taking are, notes. those two are tied in together, but all you can right. add them as we'll take that as a third. I got you. So, <laughs> so express what? So you got to ex- express the fact that you are there for them. You're going to just be there for them, right? You're just there for them. Um, you are, you are with them. They're not going through this alone. You're going to stand by them. You're going to walk with them through this. And that's something that you actually express. You express this out. You say, Mark, brother, I know you're going through a hard time right now. We're going to get through this together. That's what you told me. And so that's the that's that next step. So then the step after that is letting that person who is working on the forgiveness aspect, let that person express to you what their feelings really are. Be open. Be honest. Be Quick to listen, slow to speak at that point in time. I'm, w- I'm waiting for you to type that out and then I'm going to move into the next one. I'm ready. So <laughs> quick that, uh, to listen. speak, slow to listen. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, so, yep. you, so you're quick to listen and slow to speak. You, they don't, at this point in time, they don't really necessarily want to hear your advice. Sometimes people just need to vent, they just need to get it off their chest. Um, and, and you need to be the ear that they can do that with. Or they
0: might not even want to hear it, in all honesty. They, they, they just, point, they just yeah. want someone to just be the punching right. bag for a little and, bit. And
1: these steps, I'm not saying this step is going to all take place in 30 minutes or that day. This could be a three- or four-month process with them, depending on what they're harboring, what they're trying to you know work out this forgiveness thing. The next thing that you can do is pray with them, mm. right? Verbally. Verbally, out loud, pray with them. Not, I'll pray for you, Mark. No, pray with them because we don't want to go in with our own intellect because our own intellect's going to screw things up. <laughs> we want to go in with God's intellect. So, you know, it could be a prayer of hey, God, we're here and my brother or my sister is hurting right now and we're hurting. I'm hurting with them. Mm-hmm. And the Bible
0: verse, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those
1: who weep. Right. So you, you see how we're kind of building these blocks from scripture, but we're not beating him over the head with well scripture says this scripture says that no you're just kind of doing it you're being there and so you you just pray with him you know lord this this brother's hurting and i'm here for him and show us Mm -hmm. show us your ways and what we're supposed to do and and be with us and help us through this and um let let mark know let chris know that that you're here and that you love them and that you care for them and that you're going to help them through this. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we can't do anything on our own. It's all God that does it through, through us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then after that, then it, this is an optional, this is a, uh, this is optional. This is okay. as, as Peyton would say, Omaha, Omaha, <laughs> <laughs> that's a football reference. Sorry. Case you don't know. <laughs> but uh, at this point, if they're open to talking about God's word, or if they're looking for advice, this is where you would say, well, Let's go to the Bible. Let's let's look at what the Bible says about this, and you, and you go through the scriptures together, um, and you deal with them more on what the rather than the, what they shouldn't do, what they should do, right? Well, Mark, you can't you can't be angry in this right now, and well, Mark, the Bible says that thou shall not let the sun go down in their eyes. So those are the do nots. Well, rather than focusing on the do nots, focus on the do's. Focus on the well, you know, right now it says. You know, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added onto you. It's talking about refocusing your mind onto the kingdom mm-hmm. things. So let's let's start focusing on the kingdom things. Let's get your mind off of this. And fill it with let's it. Let's fill it with this because we can't even deal with this yet until your mind is focused back on what you're supposed to do as a Christian. And mm-hmm. once we get your mind refocused, now we can go back and deal with this. Yeah, you, if you don't mind me segueing for a little go bit, we're going to
0: rabbit trail, ladies and gentlemen. So right, there I'm, was a sermon illustration from a pastor, uh, Mike Todd's his name. Um, He had this illustration specifically about what is it like on the inside when you're dealing with hurt and pain and anger and all these different things. He goes, so he had this big canister on stage, right? Big being like two foot tall, like not really big. And it was full of orange ping pong balls. And he goes, you know what? You can look at this and it's hard to get all the stuff out because it's in there. But he goes, what's the easiest way to remove it but make sure there's not room for the golf balls to go back in? He goes, you fill it up. And so he took these pictures of water. He was filling up. He's like... With God's word, with God's Spirit, with other brothers and, and sisters, and the out. and the, the the balls start flowing out. And then he goes, and he goes, Now watch this. And he was taking ping pong balls, just throwing it back at the canister. And they were sometimes sitting on top, they would go down, but what happened? happen? They'd go down and boop, pop back up. Right. And he's like, Why is this the case? He goes, You're constant and he goes, This is the other thing too, is you have to constantly fill it up because eventually you're gonna get rocked and the water's gonna fall out. So that's why we need to renew our minds right daily. Right. Which is what Pastor Scott preached about. This past, oh, we're stealing his content. Normally he steals our podcast content. But I
1: didn't even listen to his content. That's true. I I didn't watch it this past week. I got busy. Fuller
0: didn't listen to the sermon. I'm sorry. But, you know, that's what what Pastor Scott was talking about. He goes, you know, as we go into 2021, we cannot make the one-time decision that, oh, I'm going to make sure I reconnect with God this year because last year was rough. He goes, no, you need to wake up and say, today I'm going to reconnect with God. Today I'm going to reconnect with a brother or sister. Not just right. oh, I'm just going to do it. Fine. What he goes? No, you need to wake up and actively say today.
1: Right. Because let's be honest, we're only promised today. We're supposed to make a calling an election. Sure. What does that mean? It means well. Though there's a justification process, we should still be living like we're justified, <laughs> <laughs> and not it's not justified through works. It's sanctified through works. Right. Because yep. of justification. Go back to James, where it's like you know, faith without works is dead. Dead. Right. Yeah, show show me your faith without works, and I'll show you my faith by, by my, my works. works. Right. <laughs> so
0: so so going back into this, focus on what they should do and how they should be filled up, and not just. So we're pour. Yeah, we're like
1: d- d- don't tell them. Just stop doing this. Stop doing this. And, stop I, and doing I love this. that illustration, and I've never heard that before, but it to- makes total sense that as you fill, right, as I pour into you, and I and I. Re, get, we get refocused. Not I'm refocusing you, mm-hmm. but we refocus together because we're in this. This is togetherness. We're living together. We're we're part of that tribe. We live, laugh, love, mourn together. That's what we need to we need to refocus on God and fill up because by the time you fill up the pitcher, there's only going to be and you're using that illustration. You're only, there's only going to be a few ping pong balls that you really actually have to go back and deal with. Right, and it's not that we deal with them. It's that God through us is helping to put that in front of you for you to do. Now Again, you know, a lot of times we look at this illustration and it's like,
0: okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to do it. It's been a week now and nothing has happened. So obviously this isn't working, right? You know, this is something where sometimes forgiveness, honestly, forgiveness is a choice. Yes. You have to choose to forgive, but the sanctification process of you being transformed in the image of God can sometimes be a but slow process
1: but and and the thing is is even choosing to forgive right if I say well I'm choosing to forgive well lip service and even in your head you can say a lot of things but if you don't let God work through you in this it's going to continue to come back it's going to be that ping pong ball that keeps rising back okay up. yeah yep you know what I mean and so did you really get did you really deal with it yeah it, it it's a slow process mm-hmm It's a painful process. Little things, all right? So if I smack you and you're like, dang, dude, follow that hurt. Sorry, bro. All right, I forgive you. No, those are little things, okay? But it's these deep things. It's uh, it's a thing like you went through. Mm -hmm. It's a thing like Paul Lindgren went through. It's a thing like some of us have gone, you know, some of us have had some serious things. uh, Or
0: people in the church where it's like they had a best friend and all of a sudden they were just ditched, (laughs) high, and dry.
1: You know, church hurt. um, Mm -hmm. You know, abuse from a spouse, abuse from a parent.
0: Or a boss just... All of a sudden, you're great. Then all of a sudden, you're you, fired. I tell you what, you know?
1: um, a friend, family member, committing suicide, and the hurt that you can feel from mm. that, and ha- learning to how to forgive through that, itself is a hard thing, right? So this isn't a, I just brush my hands off, shake my pants out, and walk on. No, we're good. No, it's a, it's a. You have to be intentional. You have to have somebody that's going to walk with you, and you have to continue to focus on God because he's the only one that's really going to remove the hurt and allow that forgiveness to take place. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing like that's the thing. We can't just be like, all right, God, whenever you're ready, <laughs> help me to forgive. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, Hey God, I'm going to do my part. And I know you're faithful to do your part. I, I, I use the illustration. I, I heard in one of these seminary classes that I took and he said, you know why? Abraham could sacrifice Isaac. Do you know why he could? Because God had promised Abraham that there was he was going to have so many descendants that they were going to be like sand on the shore, and you can't count them. With stars in the sky, you can't count them. So he knew that even if he killed him, God was going to be faithful to either stop him, raise him from the dead, let him have another son, or whatever it may have been. Now, most scholars, at least the ones that I've listened to and heard and read, thought it was more of the, hey, Abraham knew one or two things were going to happen. He was going to stop him, which he did. Mm-hmm. Or, if he killed him, God would raise him back from the dead because it was a promise of God. And he knew God was faithful. He never had to worry about or question whether God was going to hold his end of the bargain. He knew he was. Just Because so God made a covenant. He didn't have a contract. Right. Of, he had to fulfill, but God made a covenant with Abraham. But Abraham still had to obey. Mm -hmm. that Abraham had to do his part. He had to go and do the sacrifice. So there's a, there's always a two part to it, right? Right. God is always faithful to do his part. Are we going to be faithful to do our part? And it's not a, well, I'm doing this and it's all on me and I'm doing, no, it's, Hey, the only reason why you can even take your next breath is because of God. Mm -hmm. It is really all God, but Mm -hmm. you have to be like, all right, I'm going to be the willing spirit to, to kind of walk through this and start dealing with Mm -hmm. this. So, so I, I,
0: and I know we're getting really close to the hour, Mark, but there's,
1: whoa, I, I always have to, I have to do this. Oh, Hey,
0: here's another curveball that we go for 20 minutes on.
1: Oh man. here we yeah,
0: go. We'll, we'll try to make this one quick so that way we're not just hanging out on it for too long. But I, but I hear the conversation in my head of like, okay, Fuller, Mark, I always say Fuller, Mark, as we're one person. Okay. Fuller and well, mark. you can't say Mark Fuller, Mark Fuller <laughs> because it's Fuller and well, whatever. So, all right, Mark. All right. Fuller. I hear you guys. All right. So someone's offending me. I need to forgive them because I don't, let's be honest. When you forgive somebody, you member, remember back the definition, we're releasing, we're right. no longer requiring payment for them. Mm-hmm. That's not saying what they did to you was okay. It still was not okay, but okay. I'm, I, I understand that. Okay. I need to no longer accept retribution from that person. Does that person need to be in my life anymore? Like, I think that's another big Christian question of, okay. Because the Christian mindset that I was always taught was, oh, it doesn't matter how bad you hurt, you were hurt. You need to forgive them and just move on like nothing happened. Because you can't forgive and forget. But how do you handle these things where
1: it's like, okay, I forgive you, but now what? So what the, comes next? I'm I'm going to make this real short, and this is this is my opinion, right? Okay. We see we see scripture is, um, you know, we're supposed to forgive and love, right? But what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to even love our enemies and bless those who curse you and despitefully use you. And, and we see all this, all this that we're supposed to do. I don't think that means we have to be best friends. Like You don't have to be homeboys. But if that person was ever in need, you would help them mm. out of love, right? But it doesn't mean that you have to be, hey, I'm gonna, let's have- Let's go have ice cream now. Let's have Christmas together. Right. <laughs> like, uh, but there is an aspect of, Can you love, and if that person was in need, want nothing to do with them. If that person needed to hear the gospel, would you take it to them, Mm. or would you not? Or even something on the physical side. Yeah, if that that person... Car broke down, or... Would you go pick them up? Or, hey, that person was in a car accident, their car's on fire, would you go pull them out of the fire? Mm Because, let's face it... Let's be honest here. Sometimes you
0: don't want to. There's
1: been a lot of times in my life where I'm like, if they were on fire, I wouldn't even pee to put them out. Like, I've said that before (laughs) to people... And it's not right. That is right. not love. That is hate. Mm-hmm. That is, I can say, how can I say that I love God and yet say that about somebody when mm-hmm. I'm called to love them, including my enemies? And so um, when I was when I was living in the world, right, I had a different mindset. My mindset was, I don't want nothing you to do. You screw me, I screw you. Yeah, basically, hey. I could play this game a lot better. So if you screw me, I can screw you worse. (laughs) Like I don't get even, I get ahead like type of thing. And now it's like, no, um, this hurts, but I don't have to be buddy, buddy with you. This really hurts. And I, I got to call you and, uh, you know, call, call you, um, to, to repentance and to love, but it doesn't mean that I have to have a deep relationship with them, keep the toxicity in in my life. Mm. Um, is it going to, Put me closer to God or further away. Now we we can, people can argue this, right? This is again. This is just Fuller's thought process, right. mm-hmm. and I'm not calling it biblical truth. I'm just saying this from what I see. This is this is my mindset now, and God has changed my mind so much in the past year, <laughs> right? That we're um, working.
0: Through, well, that's the thing. Like this is the real conversation. We're working
1: through this part. You yeah. Know? Don't don't take this as biblical gospel truth. Take this as Fuller's. Truth. This is this is what how Fuller sees it right mm-hmm. now. Um. I think that you can you can love and and not have to yeah, deal with them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, going back to the the we always see, you know, be kind to one another, mm-hmm. tenderhearted forgiving one another, even right. as Christ or well, oh shoot, what's the King Jimmy? Um just
1: just I did the ESV, it's right there, Ephesians 4:31. Oh, yeah, we we did that. 32. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it talks about, you know, we're supposed to be 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 ye, be, be, be ye kind one to another, forgiving one another. tenderhearted,
0: forgiving one another, even as Christ has forgiven, hath forgiven you. Hath forgi- There's another phrase I'm missing. But it, at the end of the day, people are, it's, it's saying, be kind to one another. You know, something that we had to deal with, I remember in the, the student ministry was, is when, when you know, the drama people would flare up and go at each other. It's like, do you need to be best friends with this person? No. But do you need to be friendly and kind and not rude? Yes, because that's what we're called to do. Now, do you need to go out with them every Sunday after church? No. Do you have to sit with them and SM? No. But do you need to be a jerk? No. Right. Like we're we're called to go above and beyond. And you know, when it comes to this forgiveness thing, you know, there are certain people who, I mean, toxic is the is the, uh, for lack of a better word, the the word that us millennials we just throw around oh it's just toxic culture toxic environment toxic people right. but you know there are some people who, who even though they profess to know jesus where they're just not good for you to be around i'm just saying you know?
1: jezebel was very toxic for ahab <laughs> it's <laughs> true that out and there. so so
0: you 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 have to understand what's going on and you know you see jesus you know jesus was a friend of sinners he was around sinners not people who profess to know jesus and didn't live like it at all but, but the Pharisees
1: know, who hated them he still loved them but he, he didn't, st- that, he didn't that's, hang that's, out with them. That's just <laughs> it. But,
0: but he also wasn't best friends with the sinners either right. like he was you know for lack of a better word his tribe were the disciples. Right. Then there is the three inside of it. Right. But but at the end of the day when it comes to forgiveness what is forgiveness forgiveness if if i had to sum it all up i'll 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 end it with this is it's not passive it's an active yes. releasing that person of the payment that you're due ascending away a, a letting go, away. A letting go. A so, release. So a I send I send the um the payment away, but I send you away too. So But I'll help you out if you're in need. Yeah. But and, but you and know, again, that's, that's not, where it gets hard. We're not
1: saying that this that that statement or you know, we're basically we we're saying the same thing. That we're not saying that's thus saith the Lord. That's thus that's, that's thus saith Mark and Fuller. Yeah, that, th- this is the way we see it right now, and God has again changed my thought process on so much this just this year. That I'm not gonna be dogmatic on that, issue. and, and every situation is gonna
0: look different. Right. But at the end of the day, what I know, we're called to
1: forgive. What I know is that there's so many scriptures on forgiving people and loving people and caring for people um, that that is what we are called to do. Now, what that looks like in the here and now, um, I'll leave that up to you to interpret. So, I like it. Lot. I like it. We landed that plane real good, my friend. Yeah, we did. But we can't
0: end the episode yet. So, no, sir. Time for fun facts, with Fuller. <laughs> All right, my dude. Do oh. you have a fun fact
1: for us tonight, Fowler? I do. Oh, you haven't missed a week yet. I haven't, but I have a funny story before we get to the fun fact. It's a a what? funny story this morning? Uh, okay, okay. Piper wakes up. She comes and gets in bed with me. Right now, Janelle is sleeping. Um, in a different space than I am because she can't do stairs right now. Mm. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's a whole story behind that, but, but, she, but anyways, she can't so. do stairs right now. And so, um, so I'm in my room and, uh, Piper wakes up. She comes and jumps in bed with me to cuddle at like six o'clock. Of morning, course. Which is whatever. I mean, but early. Yeah. So I go back to sleep and next thing I know, I'm like jarring awake real fast. She's sticking her finger in my ear and she goes, daddy, I'm like, why are you st- stop touching me? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, when I heard the her laugh there, that's the exact laugh that, she that. did when she was when she was poking her finger the in hee my hee ear. Hee yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you turn.
0: <laughs> so this originally was a happy sound, but now it gives Fuller PTSD. I'm just twitching over here. now. That's hilarious. But dude, in what's anyways, the, the fun, fun fact, fact
1: after the fun story for the, the day? Fun fact of the day. I'm ready. The man with the world's deepest voice can make a sound humans can't hear. What? The man is Tim Storms. Okay, he can't even hear the note, which is eight octaves below the lowest G on a piano. But hey, elephants can hear it. What? That's the fun fact, my. So,
0: so do they have like a some sort of like They're, device to pick up the like
1: yeah. the, the frequencies? So, there's some sort yeah. of frequency out there that he can he can get his voice down to eight octaves below the lowest G. So he's eight octaves below no nope. low G. That's ridiculous. That's unreal. How do you know if you're in key or not? Because you can't even hear. He can't even hear it himself. My thing is a fact of how do you figure that crap out? Where you're like, like, he's got like a little tuner. I don't know how to end it after that one. Yeah, that's just a a fun fact. Straight up fun facts. So (laughs) there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got to do the uh, the little outro swagathon. I don't know. I don't know what we're getting called. Anyways. (laughs) this has been a great conversation guys. (laughs) It has been, but just
0: like always, we say something at the end of every episode. We've had some good feedback recently for some episodes, but we want to hear your thoughts because this is something where we don't want to just have a monologue. We want to have a, well, we actually technically have a dialogue because there's two of us, but we want to have a multi log. I don't know what it's called with you guys out there. So hit us (laughs) up on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube. Feel free to hit up the comments, DM us, message us, email us, do all the various things. We want to reach out to you guys because at the end of the day, we know a lot of you guys listen, but we don't always know who you are. And we would love to be able to get connected with you. So just like always, Facebook, Instagram at Real Talk, oh, and Twitter at Real Talk Christian Podcast. The email, Real talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com, the website, Realtalk Christian Podcast.com, which you can also go and get the merch, get the swag, the big RTC logo, the little one. You can get all some right. you can get some leggings with that big old RTC you thing the on the totes, side. You can get the tote, you mask get the gators. You can get the the live life laughed often, drink coffee, real talk Christian Podcast. Yeah. We call it the streetwear swag. Ooh. And you can get all of that stuff very easily by just going to RealTalk and clicking that. Click in that shop. store. Just go shop. Just go hit. Just go shop for your stuff. And we go mentioned shop. this. Um, the last uh, I think I know we did the last episode. I don't remember we've done the last two episodes, but we would love to start doing a whole new thing with Real Talk Christian yes. Podcast, where it's not just audio, but it's actually written as well. So if you're out there and you're like, you know what, I would love to contribute a blog post, maybe doing a little bit of encouragement. Here's something that I'm learning. We would love to have that. So if even if you're a teenager or a college student or You're one of them old folks that listen to podcasts. We would love for you to send us just right out a blog post with whatever topic you want, and we'll help you through it. We might have some suggestions to make it a little bit better. We might edit it, but we want to turn this into a legitimate RTC family blessing one another. So if you got something like that or you need a little help direction, feel free to text us (laughs) 574-400-5352. Yes four zero zero five three five two or email us that at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com just like always guys we love you fuller did i miss anything bro bro i thought you were gonna miss the phone number and i was about ready to jump in but you got it man so we're good (laughs) well hey if we're good buddy should we let him go we should all right well hey until next time guys take it easy